Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So three sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson and Dane clearing his nasal passages. It's hot day with Swanee and friends, Dane Swan, Samantha Riches from lockdown again in just, Melbourne. Hello. Just wiping yeah. the mud off. Just wiping the mud <laughs> off. You've got a bit. <laughs> Having a drink break, are you? By the sounds of things. Being in the trenches, just getting the wall paint off. <laughs> to elaborate. Oh, well, where do you want to go first? Oh, fucking, there's a bit happened in the last couple of weeks, hasn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we we don't even know what's happening other than all we can say is it's Thursday night in Melbourne. Correct. That bit we know. Yeah. But, Wednesday we speak, but there's been two false positives, Dane. Have you heard this? I know. No. <laughs> You've been in the mud for two been days. In the trenches. I've been just arguing with people about stupid stuff. <laughs> but it's come through that two of the positives aren't actually positives. They're negative. Which ones? The ones that today? <laughs> yes. So we had one case today. One. <laughs> Just one. You couldn't make it up. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, moving yeah, fast and early, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, so two of them, the one in uh, Metricon Display Homes and the uh, Brighton Beach Hotel. Wow. I wonder how the nuffies are trying to go and explain this one. <laughs> well, no, no, I already looked at it. It's, it's thank you for being cautious. Yes. Yeah, well, like, if we're going to get into it, like, my whole point is, look, when it's not the fact that we're in lockdown because if we have to be, because there's a rampant virus coming around, fair enough. But it's why we're back here yes. again for the fourth time. That is a problem. Yes. Yeah. So the point is, like anything, they've had four goes at it and they've fucked it up four times. But <laughs> like, isn't it probably fair enough to give someone else a go and say, I don't care from what party it's from. I don't care if it's from Labor, Liberal. Fucking Donald Trump comes down and gives it a go. Fucking Kim Jong Un. <laughs> fucking Hitler. You know, fucking. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's my point. Like, I just don't understand how they get so many chances and what. And so I guess the argument, like, from a lot of the people online, and I'll tell you what, they're very mean and nasty, the political Twitter, but, like, they can't have a rational conversation. Like, no. nothing, the. 
Victorian government, I'm sure they do, is wrong in their eyes. Like, sure, if Dan Andrews come out t- tomorrow and goes, listen, I'm pro-rape, I think it's a great idea, all these fuckwits would go, yep, yep, rape's awesome. Like, <laughs> they just they oh, don't okay. think with their own brains. Like, they're morons. <laughs> like, like, how – so, okay, and listen, I'm a moron too, but at least I admit it, but now I'll have a sensible conversation for a second. So they're blaming the federal government. Can you ask, honestly, can you answer me what have the federal government not given Victoria that they've given everyone else? Because they must have done, they must have given everyone else something that we haven't got because we're the only ones that are in lockdown forever. That's, that's my understanding of it. So does Scott Morrison hate Dan Andrews that, that much? He's gone, well, he's going to fucking put a bat in the, in the middle of fucking Flinders Street Station with Corona on and just infect us all again. Well, what is well, – can someone honestly answer me that question, please? <laughs> Firstly, I thought my kids were going around after lockdown, but that's just been your best rant for a while. <laughs> well, that was a good rant. Well, I, like, I'm just – I'm interested to know on why – and listen, I'm happy to change my mind. If So if you come to me now and go, listen, it's Scott Morrison's fault because of this, this, and this, and the Vic government actually – I'd go, you know what? I was wrong. Fair enough, Scott Morrison, you're a cunt, and it's your fault. But – like, I, at the moment. I hope they don't use that like, soundbite. <laughs> well, like, I'm not calling him one. I'm saying, but if it was found that he <laughs> threw a rat in the middle of Flinders, a bat in the middle of Flinders Street Station and it had this Indian variant of COVID on it and put us back in here, well, yes, I think we have every right to call him that. But at the moment, I'm not. But honestly, can you tell me why people, like, what their argument would be, that why Scott Morrison's, why it's the federal government's fault? Because I don't know. I hate giving two sides to an argument where I totally agree with you, right? But so the yeah. the other side of the argument is yes. that um, the, vac- the vaccination rollout's been so slow yeah. that it, it was going to get out somewhere. And Victoria is just so unlucky that it happened to be in Victoria. It's not Victoria's oh. fault. Well, that can't be their national- argument. What's that? That can't be their argument. It has to be like a <laughs> medical. Well, then how? Well, I don't know how – well, they're delusional. You like arguing with a brick wall because, like I said, all of a sudden they're going to – like they just believe every word they say. It's ridiculous. So that's argument one. Argument two also is – is uh, no, Sam, tell me if you think I've missed one here, but the other argument is the um, hotel quarantine is appalling and that's also a federal government uh, responsibility. So it got out of South Australian hotel – it got to Victoria and not enough people were vaccinated in the community and Victoria has just been really unlucky. I think I've covered it. Yeah, that's the, well, that's well, the that's weirdest ridiculous. part about it is that this guy, the guy that supposedly brought it to us here in Victoria, spent a number of days wandering around in South Australia, but he didn't give it to anyone in South Australia. He just spread it when he got here. It's like he wore – he must have yeah. – I'm imagining this guy being the only guy in Adelaide Victoria, wearing a mask. I feel like he walked through Adelaide in a fucking hazmat suit. And then when he got here, he just started coughing and splattering everywhere. I don't understand how it didn't get out in South Australia. Yet uh, it's fucked Victoria up. Victoria shouldn't be buying lotto tickets anytime soon. Absolutely um, not. Can I make a big statement? Oh, Twitter's on. not yeah. really the home of nuance. No, well, no, you would, you would, mate, you would be amazed at how many political experts are on Twitter. It's like, it's incredible. Self-proclaimed. And a lot of them don't. And it's so many of them, which is completely random. Because you think if you're a doctor of epi- I can't even say the word epidemiology, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. like infectious diseases, and like you think if you're a doctor and you're like you have a blue check mark, well, which means gives you some, you know, well, you're official or you're a doctor. Yeah. But 
it's amazing that these incredible people who have done amazing things in the world have only got like seven followers or zero followers and don't have all their six or their eighteen-year-old kids. They just talk like. It's either Doogie Howser MDs on the other line, who's fucking absolutely, absolutely incredible stuff. Like, it's incredible, like, the how many experts in any any field that I choose to talk about, the opposite of what I say, they're all experts. It's incredible stuff. I think so, you've got no idea because you played footy. Yeah. Oh well. Because football like, is apparently you, when you're in a, the when public you're, only can play football. Well, when you're a, exactly when you're an elite, when you're a leader, something you can't be and you can't have an opinion on anything else. Right, which also for which is it's unbelievable the amount of experts on Twitter and everything else. But mm. I don't know it must be weird. Like if you so if you're not good at anything, you're an expert on everything on Twitter. That's how it is. <laughs> right. If you, if okay. you just if, if you're just the little goblin who sits in the corner of their mum's house in a cave and they're just with heavy Twitter thumb, <laughs> just waiting for reactions from people with a following or a profile, you're an expert on everything. Absolutely. It's incredible. But I tell you what. I don't know whether I've gained some fans or I've lost some, but I cop both barrels. So they're spot on, Dane, or you're a fuckwit. So you know, which is, which is all fair. Yeah, it's still fair in love one, but like that's what I don't understand. They can't like there's so many people who are like obviously pro our government, and I can't even believe I'm having conversations about governments or politics. Something I never ever thought I would in my life, but <laughs> they're just not rational. Like they just. They won't listen to an argument. They say, no, nah, it's a fucking their fault. You're a fuckwit. Stick to your play. You've got no idea. I'm like, well, I don't have any idea. But as a simple man, you look at the facts. We're in our fourth lockdown, which will probably be a month. No one else, no other state in in Australia has it. Like, they go into a snap lockdown for three days, they have zero cases, and they're all good again. But it's the federal government's fault that we're back in this. Hotel quarantine at the start. All the fuck-ups. Like, well, I, I, I may be the most stupid person on the planet if, like, if I'm wrong by saying these things. But, but anyway, and then, and well, where, do you, where else do you want me to go? Like, and well, they just, I like, there's, a, there's a podcast I listen to, uh, a female comedian in the States called uh, Bridget Fetacy, and she's a really good writer. And But she, she, a bit like you, Dane, cops it for being in the middle. Yeah. So she cops it for not having a political side. Anyway, she had this comedian on, a, a guy... And he came up with the great line that you just reminded me of. He said, remember the good old days where only fucking dogs talked about politics? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, good one point, Dexter. You know, like, what, what exactly. if all of a sudden now everyone has to have an opinion on politics? Uh, and it's amazing, like, so I'll look at people who, and I don't see all the comments, obviously, because there's too many, but like, I'll just, when I'm during a time out in the basketball or something, I'll just flick on <laughs> and have a laugh. But like, so many, like, and you do. young kids, so many, like, young kids, like, man, I'm not enough to be their dads. And I, I may very well be. So, so hot chance. So they, <laughs> yeah, the hot, so oh, they're going. That's him. Me. He's gone. Don't worry about him. Ralph's done. Um, <laughs> I was going to be talking to my father like that. Um, but like, and they just—they're just like, and I'm an idiot, but they are just complete fuckwits. Of some of these people, like, yeah. and listen, I don't, I don't discriminate, male or female. Like they all are, you can throw them all in together. Well, no wonder Victoria's fucked when we have these kind of people. Like they, can't, they just can't have a, they can't see with their own eyes. They just can't just go, well, heck, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe it is me. And then the other thing is, like, what are the chances that we um, come out of this lockdown before the long weekend? Slim so, to none. As soon as, 
So as soon as the Melbourne Cup's over, we'll be back. We'll be back out. Well, straight after that long weekend. Um, but mate, look. The, the other thing is, which which I think we all know, politicians are the biggest crooks and liars in the world. At least, just at least the rest of us admit it. Yeah, we're a bit dodgy, shady. Like you know, if I can do the odd wrong thing, they just there's just no accountability and no they don't like put, if you know and if they one of them put their hand up and goes, you know what, we fucked up again. I'm sorry, but you know what. Let's. We need. We have to lock down for two weeks. Let's get through it. You go. Ah, oh, well. You're an asshole for getting us back in here, but I can cop that because you've admitted fault. They just refuse. Everyone, state government, fed, they all just fucking stop. Hot potato. Who's got, who's got the blame? <laughs> and what about? I put my hand up. I did something wrong. Did you? I want to put my hand up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been angry, not for politics, but because kids are locked at home. Mm. But I didn't think of the who the real victims are here, Samantha. Oh, God. If you if you let's say talk to people for a living, yes, you're going to lose a lot of work at the moment. You've lost a fair bit. I have. Mm. I think. It's and I want to think of those type of people about now. Yeah. Well, if you you like to give back a lot, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? I just. <laughs> Mate, June was a very bad, bad. June was a very big month for my charity work. <laughs> the Foundation. What's the, oh, What's the charity? Very, very busy. I was. Uh, was. And what are what are the chances? What are what are the chances of us being allowed to the country by the nineteenth? Oh, we're a chance. No, we're a chance in that. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, and like last thing I'll say before we move on because this is um. Or we can keep going about it. Like, <laughs> no, we've got lots of questions, so we'll do it via that. Okay. Surely these people, well, they, the policies have PR companies that work for them. Like, if you're in the PR company, say like, a lot of people are going berserk. Why don't we just go, listen, it's going to be a two-week lockdown or three-week lockdown from last week. People for fucking two days go, oh, fuck you, can't do your assholes, bar, mate, what a piece of shit. And then in two weeks, they go, guess what, guys? We're letting you out early. People have, would have forgotten about two weeks ago. People go, oh, you're, you're the best. Like, what a government. Thanks for letting us out earlier. You've done the job. How for, like, I don't understand why they don't do shit like that. But I'd be onto them. I'd be. I'd let people of Twitter know that they're only doing it like that. But um, I, I, don't, I don't understand why their PR people don't do that. Because like, what are the honest chances of us getting let out before the long weekend? They did it to us last year. There's zero chance. Yeah, not much chance. You wouldn't think so. Well, no, that's not really announced. That's for, lock, for the long weekend. So hopefully, at the end of it, whatever the Queen's birthday is meant to be. Do you get? You know, so we're meant to be out of lockdown next Thursday, next Friday. Yeah. Yeah, and then they'll say, "We well, just just give it the weekend." Of course, absolutely. There's nothing sure. So, like, why they get people's hopes up? Then people get angry at them. They might as well have said, "Chill the long weekend," because people get together, have barbecues, fucking do this, do that. We don't want it spreading there. So we'll do it till Monday, and then if we have fight a week of zero, people go, "Guess what? You're getting out early." And then people go, oh, fucking thank you. I want to suck your dick. You're awesome. <laughs> well, they, they might not say that. but uh, Are you keeping a checklist here, Sam? Because I don't think you've missed any topic. <laughs> Just conspiracy um, theories, Dane. Have, when you were in the yeah. trenches, did, well, were there I'm any conspiracy you, theorists like, in there with you? Conspiracy theories? I'm telling you, I'm starting to lean that way. <laughs> I am too, actually. The one, like, the one like about it being a ploy to make us all go vaccinate because Victoria was probably like the slowest state or whatever to vaccinate. So people are saying, oh, they just did this on purpose to make us go, oh, fuck, we better get our vaccinations. And that's what's happened. We've got well, see, troves of people. See, that conspiracy out. theory I can kind of cop because we should be getting vaccinated. And why 
we haven't been. Like, I don't know why they didn't give the vaccination to everyone who helped people in, in Victoria. Teachers, fucking dentists, doctors, police, first, you know, aged care workers. Like Experts on Twitter. Workers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone who helps people. <laughs> myself, so I can go give charity work. Um, so... Why they just open it up at all people who work in the offices of the doctors and just get all the people who help people done and then we'll just go from there. And then if no one's getting it, just open it up for everyone else. But my conspiracy theory was where, which I was starting to lean towards, was the one where the state of emergency was up on June 4 and mm. like they were like, you watch two weeks two weeks before it, there'll be an outbreak so he can, re, so he can re-extend the state of emergency and lo and behold, it fucking happened. So like coincidences now i'm like oh hold on a second well <laughs> that's a very big coincidence but very big coincidence. um this is what they're doing to me this is, get down that oh, rabbit hole well, you can't get well, out can I, can I give you a little boost it looks like you need a little boost i just want to thank you mayor of east town <laughs> yeah how good it was good have you watched it sam no but oh, man, um unbelievable. but after we did the podcast and you mentioned that we re-signed our foxtel so Started watching that, and another one to suggest is Mister In Between, which is an Aussie um, TV oh, yeah. series. It's, it's pretty good, but I haven't. My started. missus doesn't can't. She, my missus can't cop Aussie shows. She doesn't want the accents or something. So oh, really, really, yeah, she doesn't like anything. Just as downhill do. after you, is it? She doesn't like anything. Oh, she hates me. So <laughs> um, she doesn't like anything to do with Australia at the moment, especially Melbourne. Um, but yeah, Mary Beast out season. The episode five was when when they was unbelievable. Um, great. Oh, we won't spoil it because obviously no. Sam hasn't seen seen it, Not but um, definitely started. definitely worth watching. Really good. But, Kate Wins is very good. One thing that you didn't say was that it hadn't finished by the time you promote it. So that you need to almost give a spoiler when when you're giving something a boost. So I always finished no. last Monday. Well, I assume yeah, you no. already watched the whole series. Oh, no, 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 no. So we're going to people, I want people to, I want people to, I want people to get on the get on the train with me. I don't want to get off. I don't want to send people on a train that I'm not on, that I've just got off. Selfless. I want people to be on the ride with me. What a guy! <laughs> I'm a man of the, I'm a man of the. I'm starting to become a voice of the people. Like all, right. all a lot of the neg, lot of the negative messages I had, which I had quite a few. I had just as many, if not more, like positive ones. So like mm, um, that leads us to another topic in a sec. But just firstly, okay. so Sam. Sam, uh, one of the things Kate Winslet's getting a big rap for is, is, is she looks, in quotation marks, normal in this oh. movie. So she's a, what, late 40s mum? Is that what she's playing? I'm so annoyed That's at this. Yeah, yeah, right, maybe early 50s, yeah, late 40s, yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. I just want to read you this from CNN. Kate Winslet has said she rejected a retouch promotional poster and insisted her bulgy bit of belly was not edited out of a sex scene for the TV series Mayor of Easttown. The British actress told New York Times that the show's director said he would remove a shot of her stomach during the scene of the HBO miniseries, to which Winslet replied, don't you dare. Dane, wouldn't you like to have the choice of being fat shamed? Would have liked that. Would have liked the um, editor of the Herald Sun to come up to me a couple of times um, back in the day and go, "This is a very unflattering photo of you, mate." What do you think? We just touch up a couple of roles there, and then it would be nice. Um, that's why the that's why they're Hollywood stars—they get the preferential treatment. So not even their favorite. Want to be real? That's fucking ridiculous. Mate, uh, not our heroes wear capes, Ralph. Not our heroes wear capes. That's true. That's true. Uh, and Sam, have you turned for home? Is that is that? Can I call it that? 
Third trimester. Is that turning for home? I have, Is that Ralph. 600 metre mark at the Cox Plate. <laughs> and I couldn't be fucking happier. Honestly, this has been the hardest thing that I've done. But I want to be uh, mindful of people yet. <laughs> out there who, I, as I'm aware of, there are people out there that can take this the wrong way, as in they may have struggled to fall pregnant and all those kind of things. I'm not saying that I hate being pregnant. I love the fact that I'm growing a human inside me, which has been tough because I've got hyperemesis gravidarum, which basically means that I vomit for nine months all day and night and I'm medicated to leave the house and my nose bleeds and I wet my pants and all sorts of fun things. So the fact that I've only got 13 weeks of possibly what pissing myself in worse is What great. was that called? It's... I think I've got it. <laughs> Are yours is called a hangover, Dane. Mine's called hyperemesis gravidarum. I may have someone growing inside me. Fucking hell. <laughs> 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 you never know in this day and age. You never know. Now, Absolutely you're not. saying you've got some people on your side and some people not on your side. Uh, and we're reading what's happening at Collingwood at the minute. Oh, well, on the, there on looks the field like a fun off. fight coming up, Dane. On, on the field or off it? Where are we going? Are we going to talk, oh, we're going to talk well, about yeah. on it maybe in the punching one? Yeah, I, part of the punching one, I actually still have five minutes before this. I actually did the last five weeks, our units. How many units? So I'll just so I'll give the people who don't listen to the punting, um, well, I'll retell it in the punting one. How, how many units in the last five weeks do you think up or down do you think you are and do you think I am? The level stake. Yeah. I, I, I did. Five. I did I did plus one unit. Yep. I did one unit for normal bets and our best bets, I did two units. Right. So it's 45 units outlay? Well, I don't know. I just did. Five rounds. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. you've done sometimes you've gone up and over and like your multi as well. Oh yeah, you'd be up thirty, I'd be up twenty five. How's that? My last last five weeks, we're up. You're up sixteen units. Yep. And I'm up eighteen plus eighteen. That's, oh, that's nice. That's something. I've probably done. I've, I've probably added that wrong, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's math science, so it always and comes not, out. And, and I didn't I didn't count your horse and stuff like that. You guys yep. counted any of your horses, so you're probably up thirty. And I didn't count my. I don't think I counted my multi, so that'll put me up. I did a multi too. To twenty four or something like that. But anyway, yeah, we, I don't we're helping. We'll, we'll talk about that in the punting one. Only see. So what's that Collingwood? Jeff, oh. Jeff Brown's going to town, and and obviously the current the incumbent board, as they call it, and now and now pitching their fork. I heard JD Sizer on uh, Jerry yeah. Whateley this morning. So what's happening? Yeah, well, it's a, like you said, it's a shit fight, isn't it? But um, I guess really I'm going to have to. Why? Is it hit? Is it hit? Pitch your wagon? Is that what you call it? If I'm going to pitch my wagon to hitch. or hitch, hitch, hitch. I'm going to hitch. <laughs> hitch. I'm gonna, hitch. Hitch your tent or hitch your wagon? <laughs> oh man, politics has got me all frazzled. <laughs> what would you rather be, a politician or a head coach? Like a state leader? Or, like, geez, it's neck and neck, isn't it? Uh, nah, a politician, because you get the earn afterwards. Yeah, you do get do a bit of money. Yeah. Oh. What well, yeah. was that again? How do you how do you reply? So it's a double <laughs> shot with the politics. Because A. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What? I said, how do you apply to become a politician? You got a website for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the link. We'll put the thanks. link on our socials. Thanks, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, so the pie is a shit fight. I guess if, I, if I'm hitching my wagon to someone, it's going to be... The current board, I guess, um, and I stayed. I sort of stayed out of it, um, just because you know. I, and listen, I don't have a lot to do with the footy club. I still speak to my mates, all the rap pack and stuff like. But on at, at board level, like, I don't think if I walk past half of them, I know who they are. So like, it's not like I have much insider knowledge. But um, yeah, it's just a, it's a shit fight at the moment. And I guess because I only read what I hear, and that obviously, no, I see I. Hear what I hear. Oh my goodness! I hear what I li- I listen to what I hear. How do you reckon this goes? Campaign pit so far, Sam. <laughs> and I, I'm, Are you drunk? And, and I and I read and I read what I see. That's right. I listen to what I hear. Yes. And I read what I see. Good. Is that right? We got yeah, there. Got it. We listen got and let's get this right. I'm never going on a board or anything because one, you don't get paid, and two, take up a lot of your time. <laughs> I have no interest in that. But um, obviously. We all got told that Ed was sort of orchestrating the the Jeff Brown stuff and that. So I was yeah. like, well, you know, I love Ed and obviously would never, you know, would always support him. But now he's obviously come out and equivocally said that he's absolutely not behind it. So yeah. I, I guess now I can have my say because um, Ed's not going to yell at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, so like I'm obviously pro like the current board. Um, I think what the footy club need now is just fucking lots of unity and some stability off the field. Now, I th- listen, I may be wrong, but don't they have an AGM every year? Like, don't, don't, so, so if we have an AGM, if I have an AGM at the end of the year, why couldn't Brown and stuff like that just wait so that, why does it have to be immediate and cause more unrest? So my limited understanding because I've only just skimmed through it, but I think the AGM, yes, but there's only three people up for election out of the seven. Okay. So in theory, if Jeff Brown gets in with his two mates, that's still only three of the seven they haven't got voting rights, in theory. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, yeah, so <clears throat> I just think it just creates um, instability and um, I just don't think it's, it's the right way to go about it. And causes unnecessary fractions in the footy club. And thing, another thing, this all is doing is it's, it's fucking, which is probably the worst thing. Cause the best thing people always ask me the best thing about footy, and people, it's the relationships and the mateship you end up having at the end of the day. Like winning a premiership, Brownlow, fucking two hundred fifty games is good, but like it's your relationships and your mateship and that that you take for the rest of your life is way more important than any game you win. So you know that I think it's starting to. Um, ruin relationships and, and friendships because of what's going on and people are 
fighting back and forth. And Collingwood certainly, out of all the shit that's gone on the last 12 months, they don't need fucking any more dirty laundry and any more sneaky backhand to reporters and leaking dirty laundry and airing stuff like that. And I guess the other thing, Tom Brown, the reporter, is Jeff Brown's son. So yes, I would take what he reports with a grain of salt because he's obviously pro his dad, which is com- fucking completely fine. If my dad were driving through a board, I'd be slanting everything in his direction too. And that's not to say he is, but that's just for people who don't know that. Uh, but yeah, I fully support the current board. Um, and I've heard things like liquor and Pete Murphy are rats and a rat. And that, like, that is absolutely 100% true, guaranteed untruth. Like, there's no way... Well, Licker and Pete are two of the most trustworthy people I've ever met. There's no way. They, all they want is the best interest of the frigate. They haven't undermined anyone or ratted anyone or tried to fuck off anyone. It just hasn't happened. It's a blatant lie. So um, that hurts a bit where you – and Licker's a, a mate of mine. Obviously, I've got skin in the game there. And Pete, I wouldn't – you know, he, he's a – I know him, but, like, we don't fucking have dinner or anything like that. So I have no reason to support him unless I wanted to. Um, yeah, and I think – uh, the, I think they see what's going on in the football. I think they will make the, the necessary changes. Because what needs to happen? There has to be a change in the football department. It's, it's clear as day. The way the footy club is going, they need. It's clearly a football that needs to clean out. I think, like, even the most one-eyed Collingwood supporter can see that. Um, so I think they. I'm confident that they will adopt the changes necessary. Um, so yeah, so that's well, I guess where I stand. Um, but I think there's no need for more fucking fighting and frivolity that's going on at the footy club because they're going horrendous on the field, and I don't think this helps. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly how much a board does, but like players not knowing where they're coming or going. Um, you know, and with salary caps and that was obviously a debacle. Just um, yeah. So all we need is just stability there. Um, and I guess people would say that everything was under Eddie's watch, so they need to get a new fucking new fresh face in there. But five of the seven have only been on there since 2018, so they basically have been fresh faces. But um, but yeah, so that's probably my serious talk for the day. Um, so yeah, I uh, yeah, so if I had to, so I am throwing whatever weight I have behind the current board. Yeah, they've made some, I guess mistakes like everyone and probably have said things at the wrong time but um solve the opposition so i don't know oh no are they opposition i don't even know but whatever you want to call them so i'm throwing my weight behind the current board and and uh, mark and, and pete and liquor and stuff like i think they'll do a fantastic job i think they need some time and whoever was going to take over from ed was fucked no matter who they were mm. Okay, Daryl Summers could have come out from Hey Hey Saturday, and you know, look, he's Ed's just Ed's Ed's just a one in a million character. Like, not it's not a president like him, nor has there ever been like how what he is and what he can bring to the footy club. So there needs some clear air between him and and Mark, and and let him and the board do their own thing for a bit, and then um, yeah, go from there. So so that's my fucking two bots for anyone. That well, cares. the hard thing for Mark Corder, not only taking over from Eddie, but under that, when he's done the interviews, and I'm just talking, I think I've got a fair grasp on media, no idea behind the scenes at Collingwood, but he, he's not overly impressive as a media performer, but that would be the case with six or seven other presidents too. Exactly, yeah. and You just have to be a good, good at running the show. Exactly. That's obviously not his skill set. 
Yeah, he's, he's not he's not a front man. He's not the lead singer. You know what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't come out and fucking give huge pump up speech. That's what he's going. But he's a incredible chairman. Like he right. knows how to run a business. So that's his strength. And like you said, who is who's going to come out and be Eddie Maguire? There's just zero people. Zero. Any, no one can do it. So I think um, he let liquor and stuff do the football department, which I've um, incredible faith in what liquor would do. I think he's an unbelievable guy. Um, as honest as the day is long, um, and we do a fantastic job. Has a great rapport with the players. But I think what needs to happen is the football department, and there needs to be a clean out at the football department because you can't have that kind of performance week after week. They're, it's well, we'll talk about that in the punting about how the well, sides. Well, hang are on. Up. No, we'll talk about the punting from from trying to that, trying to pick no. a winner. But from what you've watched, last two weeks have been close losses. Yeah, but not good footy to watch. Well, so this, so this is where it comes in. Like, is he kind of looks like he's just whole like playing a style to not get smashed, so he keeps his job. But, but how are you develop? How how are they developing any of the young kids by fucking playing a horrible brand of football? In my opinion, listen, we all know that they're not making the finals. So what's the difference if they finish fucking last? They get a bit of draft pick. What does it you know? What does it matter? You might as well go out and. Like these young kids get drafted because they're good at football and they have talent and they have flair. They don't get drafted because they're great athletes and they, they can market and kick it sideways or, you know, run and spoil. They're good because they've got some flair. So if I was coaching them or if I was instructing them, I'd say, boys, you know what? Take the game on, run and play. If your skill set is to run and have a bounce and kick the ball long or to handball and link up, we'll do it. If your role is to just defend and spoil, kick it sideways you don't have the ability or you're not comfortable enough to do it well do it but give like the players some freedom to actually play a style that they enjoy like you look in the last quarter when they had to take the game on they look so much better but so yeah and I think it can really stunt development in players because you take away the one thing that they're good at and that's their their mind and their brain be able to to compute how to play footy that's why they're all drafted that's why they're all in the AFL because as juniors they didn't, they were just told to play and they run around and played on their instincts and that's what they're very good at where now like they're so robotic and oh no I can't run and get a handball received because we're told we have to fucking look back and we watch all the we watch all the footy shows like how many times they had options up the field but they turn it around terrible yeah. exactly it looks horrible so either they're scared of making mistakes which means they're going to get yelled at by the coach for fucking taking the game on or or whether or not, or they just don't have confidence in themselves, which is fucking even more alarming because then either they're not training at all, we've got the 18 worst players on the fucking AFL li- on the AFL list. So um, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one, but um, I think well, as a supporter, like wouldn't you rather people trying to take the game on and go down by eight goals yep. than to fucking make it a two goal to one game? Unless you can walk away and go, oh that kid, you know what? He fucking got caught holding the ball four times, but you know, at least he, he got he got away three times and he kicked a nice goal on the run from fifty. Or oh, this kid fucking did this, or you know, geez, he was running up and down the wing hard all day, and he fucking whatever whatever it is. Instead of just going, well, I don't know who's a good player because they can't not allowed to do anything. Well, I reckon we're seeing that at Carlton, and that me are being bullies here with David Teague because what we're seeing at Carlton is really attractive goal scoring, but at the moment they're not defending properly, hence where they are in the ladder. But yeah, but they're what, Carlton, so bad luck. Oh, no, but, yes. but what, no, what, no, what no, you're yeah, describing absolutely. is actually Brendan Bolton three years ago was playing terrible football to watch. 
And yeah. now they're actually, you can see who can actually play at least. So I, I, don't, I don't mind Callum. And, the, and this is coming from a, obviously a Connorsport who's had my issues yeah. with different footy clubs. Like I'd much prefer to watch Essendon, much prefer to watch Carlton. There's, there's probably there's probably not a side in the, in the league more that I don't like watching players than Collingwood. Like, yeah. But obviously I watch them all the time. And so does that mean fork in the road for Nathan? And by that, by that, I'll, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'll ask a question properly. Yeah, absolutely. Because if he's coaching week by week, that's the natural thing to do if your contract's at the end of the year. So either it's, yeah. either it's back him for a few years or, or say, exactly. yeah. shake hands. Uh, that's, that's exactly what I think. And listen, obviously I'm not privy to what, and I wouldn't, even if players told me I would never yeah. release that bitch because it's not who I am, but that's just how it looks like. Now, they, he might say, they might say very different thing. No, we're actually trying to take the game on where we fucking aren't listening to the coach then. Because yeah. if, if they are instructed to play all that, well, the coach needs to go if they're not listening to him. So, yeah, um, yeah definitely. There's definitely a fork in the sand. And that's where this board thing comes in because the, if the current board fucking get nervous and go, well, we need to make a decision straight away because we don't want the – if the new board get in, we don't want them to make a decision that's wrong for the footy club. They might panic and go, oh, well, fuck it, we'll give him two years or fuck it, we'll get, we'll get rid of him. So – but yeah, like I don't know how they care. I don't know how he gets another go based on performance. I don't know how Collingwood give him another year or two because you can't give him one. You got to give him three because That's what I was going, they're not going anywhere next year. So and the other, and the other thing is, who do you get to replace you? I I personally think they need a new voice. It's been there what ten Jeez. years or nine years, yep. something like that. They, got, it was closer you can possibly get in two thousand eighteen. So, yeah, I think it's probably time to get someone else to go, but fucking I'm not paid to do those things. Um, I'll go down there and help them. I'll be a midfield coach once a day, once a week. And, and just remind people which assistant coach you'd like to be like amongst the assistant coaches you've had. Um, Wayne Kerry? Yeah, yeah I, was gonna, I, was talk, I was talking about him today, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, about the duck. About 100 grand a year, I've seen him three times for the year. So, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll Would you do that deal? Oh, I reckon I'd be able to find a way. Um, mate, we were just finishing tra- – we we'd just be finishing our main drill and Duck's Beamer would be just scooting off in the background go, driving up fucking Swan Street. <laughs> like, Jesus, he's done well. But, um, mate, I'd go back and help him. Like, if, if they asked, I'd go do some, like, midfield stuff, you know, once a day during – once a week during pre-season. Just obviously nothing's for nothing. But, like, I'd, I'd help the young kids out, I'm sure. Like, I'd get a thrill out of it. But yeah, but um, <laughs> good to hear. Right, we've got lots of questions. We're going to punch these through so and then man. get to part two. Right, from Gleno, would you rather be stuck in a lift with a Port Adelaide supporter or Daniel Andrews supporter? <laughs> oh, um, Jesus, I just ripped the cord on and we'd all go down. Uh, yeah, that was the end of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be tough. Oh, probably, probably if I probably the Port supporter. Mate, really? And I don't have nothing. I have nothing against Dan Andrew. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Look, I have nothing against any politician. I have no problem if the same Labor Party took over the role, but just had a different like messaging or had different ideas. It's not about Labor or Liberal for me. It's about the people who are in power who keep fucking up our faith. That is the problem. But if it was just a, a normal, civilized Dan Andrew supporter who had actually could see both sides, no problem. But it's those. Are they, he's the right wing. It's a real mad left-wingers and right-wingers for that matter. They're just 
refuse to see anyone else's point of view. They're the ones that start smashing it against a brick wall. Uh, from well, well, bracket these from Lee. Thanks for creating the laughs on Twitter. Dane Hookline and Sinker from Luke. How fun is Twitter? Uh, from uh, from Byron. Samuel. Sam, you're on an angle now. Yeah, because yeah. my phone's on charge and it can't stand up at all. Oh, is that, is that why? okay, Gus? Yeah. Anyway, you, you, you threw us. Didn't want yeah. you to cut out, you know. From Byron. Following Dane's tweet, what's the worst expert opinion you've ever heard? <laughs> worst. Well, I just go up, just just have a look at any of my tweets in the last three days and look at all the experts underneath me that have got photos of Holdens and meat pies and bloody goblins as their avatars. <laughs> <laughs> you don't respect your timeline, do you, Dane? No, no, I don't no. know. No, it's it's most frustrating uh, when they come back with dumb shit. Like, like Dane will make a point, whether it's correct or incorrect, he'll make a point about something, and someone will come back and say, "Oh, you're you're an idiot." Well, they they like they just name call, or they just like they don't come back yeah. with any substance. If you're going to join the fight, at least sharpen your tools and you know come in with a bit That's of gusto. All, so, so with like twenty followers or, so, or you know fifty followers say something, and I just happen to catch their comment. It's not like I just like I've said before, all my comments don't turn up in my comments. I don't know why. It must be an algorithm which only shows certain ones. So like I said, a timeout or something, I just flick it on, and if one if there's like two or three up the top, I will look at it. And like I'll reply to it. They might call me whatever, or say something. I'll send it back to them. They go, oh, "Look, look at you, you fucking loser!" Like write back to me. And I'll be like, "Well, <laughs> and you wrote to me. I'm not. Look, I'm not. Just, just because I'm so just because I'm above you in the totem pole of life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am not beneath replying. I'm not beneath replying to someone. That's what Twitter's for to re- speak to people who I would never in any in normal life speak to." So, they, they must be embarrassed well, about themselves. They've got to have, like, fr- I'm surely they have friends or at least family members that look, like would speak up and go, "You're embarrassing yourself." Like, stop that. Surely someone intervenes. Yeah, it's all it's all fun at the end. I say some stupid shit in there. Obviously, I get in the mud and but like people get aggressive with me, so I'll just I'll, I usually just write and swear back to exactly what they said to me. Then, then they get all in their feelings about it, and like, and all their friends get all. Oh, why would you? Why would you write to him? He's just said, "We well, fucking started it." I'll go, I have no problem. I have no problem. I have no problems going back at it. I would never ever just follow, jump on someone's Twitter who says something about it and go, well, "You're a fuckwit," or "You're a can," or "You're this," or "You're fucking no, irrelevant," or "You're this." But if they say to me, "I have every right to reply," and anyone on anyone anywhere has any has the right to reply to someone who said something positive or negative to them. These halfwits don't understand that they're then so they're allowed to talk to me, but I'm not allowed to talk to them. It's ridiculous. It's quite remarkable some of the idiots you find on this platform, but that's why we love it. My dad, because I grew up like with in a town where it was mostly boys, and they were all rough and tumble. My dad always used to say, "If you want to play with the big boys, you're going to get hurt. Like, don't go in there and expect to throw a ball and not have one thrown back at you." And that's the same, exactly Exactly. the same on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, that that almost I reckon if if your dad said that nowadays there'd be a government advertising campaign against that. <laughs> but it's true though, because otherwise, like, don't of course it's true. Don't, don't don't jump in the ring and pl- try and play dodgeball with the big boys if you're like yeah. seven years old and got no muscles on your arms and you can couldn't punch your way out of a wet paper bag and expect the ball that's been thrown at you not to hurt. Like it's common sense, I think. 
From John, if you are on a sailboat and the wind stopped but you had a fan, would the boat move? Oh, that's a good question. That's to be a big fan. <laughs> and and you'd have to you have to <laughs> is it an electrical one? <laughs> because... Electrical boat? Electrical, electrical fan. fan. Oh, so when you plug it in. Yeah, because then yeah. it might move. It might move very slowly. Good. Right. Um, from Young Powell, one choice for all time. Would it be a steak, a beef burger, or a chicken burger? Oh, a steak. I don't eat a lot of it. I don't eat a lot of it because my missus is pescatarian, so the only time I eat red meat when I go out for it. So next time I'll be eating steaks about three months from now. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you eating meat through the pregnancy, Sam? Oh, absolutely. I have to eat as much as I can because my iron levels are low. But uh, this oh, yeah. is like, it's annoying because I feel like restaurants can can fuck up a burger easier than they seem to be able to fuck up a steak, whereas I can fuck up a steak more than, easier than I can fuck up a burger. So if I go out, I'll get a steak because I know that they usually do it well. Yeah. Good point. Uh, from Cameron, what do you think about the Heater and Daisy show? Didn't you cop an invite? What do I think about it? Yeah, didn't you cop an invite to the show? Do, well, I don't, what do I think about it? It's the worst show I've ever seen. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> you know what? They, they probably, they, you know what? Yeah. Heath, Heath and Daisy have probably um, applauded the Vic government for their handling of lockdown, I think. That's how good that show has gone. <laughs> have you not seen it, Dane, at all? No. I, I, I said I tried to look for it one day. They're very love. They're very love. Funny people, Heath and Daisy, but not in a TV show. Uh, um, <laughs> I did. I, I did try. I did. Try, how how we don't have a TV show is beyond me. So I'm obviously very bitter about that. But um, so I'm not jealous at all. But, you need to be relevant. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying my artist. The fuck, I'm working. But so, I don't know. <laughs> but um, but. Well, I, I did try to watch. I looked, it was like meant to be on at six o'clock, so I put it on the sevens and I went to like the digital channels and I couldn't find it. So I was like, slide basket. But I hope, listen, I wish them all the best. From Luke, I'll be playing against Swanee versus Maryvale in two weeks. Where will you be lining up? <laughs> well, if I can get out my front door, I'd hope so. Mate, listen, what's his name again? Uh, Luke. Luke. Luke, Luke. Listen, mate, I hope I can get there and um, give something back to the people, but. Do you, reckon, do you reckon I'll be able to? Two weeks, touch and go. The 19th, yeah. Yeah, I hope you can. Um, so listen, I hope I can. I hope I can a lot. A lot. My charity work, big month, June. But um, I haven't been down to Maryvale, so I'd like, like to get down there and, and have a look, um, have a couple of beers with the boys and um, have a laugh, have a laugh or two and share my experiences over my journey, Ralph. <laughs> and from Jared. From Jared. Where would you take the family if there was no COVID and restrictions were in the world? You can go anywhere. In the oh well, in the world. The boring answer is straight back home to see Taylor's mum and family oh. because we haven't been there. Love to haven't seen the fam, haven't seen Tate. Um, but if I could bypass that, where are we? Where are we in June? Oh, it have to be Europe, Italy, or probably Greece, probably. Mm. Sam, yeah, yourself? anywhere in the world? Yes, but Dane. Do you know that in that uh, question was the word family? So your experiences with Greece in the recent past would have to somewhat pivot a little bit knowing that you've got a, um, a wife and child uh, waiting for you at your villa. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd definitely go to Europe. I'm hanging to get out of this fucking... Yeah, Europe, European summer. What are you about, you, Ralph? 
States for me. Yeah, I'd love to go to States. I wanted to San Francisco. I haven't done that part of America yet for some reason. Take some money. Yes, well, there's that. Adzi, did you ever touch Taz's triceps just because you could? Touch more <laughs> than his triceps. I wish I could touch his triceps. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that these days. I'll get myself in trouble. <laughs> no, no, you might be elected premier or something. Yeah. Um, yes, the, the Tarrants are very, very genetically blessed, aren't they? Arseholes. And is he, is he just completely tapered off post-footy? Oh, yeah, he's really struggling. Yeah, yeah, looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes. From R.W. Cooper, why are multiple sheep called sheep, but a singular sheep is also just called a sheep? I thought uh, it's called a sheep. No? <laughs> it's kind of um, like fish, really, isn't it? One fish, two fish? Lots of fish? Um, Jay Muggs. Well, I, I, I don't know. Two wins. What? What was that? Who wins out of Golden State and the Brooklyn Nets? Well, both at their best. That's well at the moment. The Brooklyn Nets because they've got Kevin Durant um, and Golden State is shit without um, Clay Thompson. But um, yeah, so Brooklyn easy. From Ian, uh, do you still see Chris Dawes? What's he doing these days? Is he studying Chris, law when playing? Chris Dawes is in New York, um, so no, I don't see him because he's in New York. And we're not allowed. To, we're not allowed to leave our house. <laughs> but um, but when I, I when I do go to New York, I'll like I will try. I've got a couple of friends in New York. I will try and like have a beer with him one night. Yes, but we don't speak every day. Uh, from Presta, are you doing a podcast this week? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Uh, we're, we're we're ending part one. That's what we're doing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.